Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few? Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The volume. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Basketball, football, they have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You can get your winnings back in two hours. My favorite, the same game parlays. You can bet five or ten bucks in one 150 bucks or more. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, get started now, sign up promo code Colin so they know we and I sent you. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi everybody, welcome in. Lot to talk about. Baker Mayfield traded to Carolina. He'll battle Sam Darnold. They were in the same draft class for the starting quarterback spot. We believe that Matt Rule will keep around both quarterbacks, not trade Darnold. Um, Mike Silver's coming up. He's got thoughts and insight on that and great stuff on Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance. Fantastic insight and information you perhaps have not heard. I'll drop a dime on Justin Fields that I heard recently. Very interesting out of Chicago. So here's my takeaway on Baker Mayfield. Darnold and Baker Mayfield. I was a Darnold fan over a Baker fan. Darnold was a bigger athlete. He was stronger. He was more athletic. And I thought he was a better guy. I think all of those are true. The question about Darnold was his delivery. Slow, methodical, not Tebow slow, but just inaccurate, kind of reckless, that's proven to be true. Baker Mayfield was considered a better thrower, but he was a two-time walk-on, chip on his shoulder. Um, In those instances, he's become exactly what we thought. Um, But he has a better delivery system. He gets rid of the ball quicker. He's got a little more zip on it. And historically, he's been a little bit more accurate, although his accuracy has dipped in the last year. 
You know, my takeaway is Darnold and Baker Mayfield, regardless of who's right or what do you think, we know what they are. There is no quarterback in the last 10 years that has come into the league. And after four years, we radically change our mind. It doesn't happen. Name one. Very early, we said with Lamar Jackson, whoa, but we had issues how he threw the ball and can you play from behind when you're more runner than thrower? That's what we think today. People often use Josh Allen as an example. Boy, he struggled in year one. Yeah, he wasn't overly accurate, but he was still 6'6 and leaping over people with the best arm arguably in the NFL. There is no way you could look at Josh Allen in year one and bail on him. He was simply too talented. He was literally too talented. He would be like a great wide receiver that had the drops. You're going to coach the drops out of him. But if you're running a 4-3, you're 6-4, you run great routes, you just have a drop issue, nobody's bailing on you, okay? Nobody was bailing on Josh Allen. It's different. Baker's small. Sam's big, but he's not strikingly big. He didn't have a great arm. He's not wildly mobile. The bottom line with Baker and Darnold, we know what they are. One's a little snarky and immature, limitations with size, limitations athletically, Baker. One of them's a good guy, pretty athletic, decent size, but his delivery system stinks. He just gets rid of the ball slowly. And that half beat that works in the Pac-12 kills you in the NFL. So what I've found through years of doing this for a living, everybody wants to be right. A lot of me was right on Baker. A lot of me was wrong on Sam Darnold. But the truth is, we know what they are. If you're clinging to the Sam Darnold's going to be a franchise quarterback and a good one, it's not going to happen. If you're clinging to Baker, he's going to prove Coward wrong. You're wrong. Cleveland had excellent offensive personnel, and he was never spectacular with it. Carolina is a bit of a mess. They had the 31st ranked offensive line. I like Christian McCaffrey, but he's never healthy. Robbie Anderson's good, but not spectacular. And we don't even think he likes Baker Mayfield. Matt Rule, who knows if he can coach at the NFL level. So in our insistence to be right, I was right on Baker. I was wrong on Darnold. But we all know the answer now on both. Neither is good enough to carry a franchise to multiple playoff wins. Baker won a playoff game, surrounded by, at the time, the highest-rated offensive line and the best running back duo. We know what they are. It's time to stop trying to prove each other wrong. And with that, I bring in the newest member of the volume, my friend Mike Silver, longtime NFL reporter. Open Mike is his new podcast on the volume. Already interviewed Rams head coach Sean McVay, Cowboy star receiver C.D. Lamb. All right, Mike. So this morning I'm hosting my show. And right in the middle of it, I'm talking about there's seven, eight teams Baker Mayfield could land with. And in the middle of my rant, he lands in <laughs> Carolina. My first takeaway is this. They paid $5 million for him, meaning he could have been had by anybody in the league, and Carolina was the only real team interested. Is that reasonable? Um, well, they were more interested, or they got interested enough to the point where they wanted to remove any 
possibility that he'd go elsewhere and or uh you know there's there's a real advantage in getting going getting him the playbook having him you know giving him a little time before training camp to start acclimating to all that and talking to his coaches but uh before i was officially part of the volume family and by the way i'm extremely elated about that but you and i did one of these and literally we heard the Devonte adams trade news uh in real time and i think it became kind of a joke on twitter my reaction because i was like you know like whoa man so i do love when that happens um you know one of the things i reported a, a few months ago is that owners were so bitter about the deshaun watson guaranteed contract right a that it was a guaranteed deal b that it was a player with you know going through some off the field stuff uh that knowing that the browns were also on the hook for baker's 18 plus guaranteed that owners were saying we're not bailing you out of this we're not gonna it's not that we don't think five million dollars for baker mayfield is a good deal for us this season even with leverage it's that you guys made your bed and we're going to make you lie in it now it would stand a reason that the one owner willing to buck uh that sensibility would be david tepper the guy who enraged his uh new peers earlier by paying matt rule so much money uh when he hired him so uh i i think it made sense though for the for the panthers look if you want him if you think he's better than what you got and especially if you're matt rule and you really need to win this year what are you waiting for it's interesting uh bucky brooks came on my show and he said i think sam darnold's gonna beat him out I, I, he said he's more impressive physically. He has relationships in the building. Baker's going to have to learn a new offense with a new coordinator, has no relationships. In fact, Robbie Anderson badmouthed him. It, and, and he said, I, I think it's going to be a quarterback battle. I don't think Baker Mayfield's been given the starting job. What's your take? Well, first of all, I think the Robbie Anderson who bashed him was R O B B Y Anderson. He's now R O B B I. E, which is in fact the better way to spell Robbie. I have a, a son who would agree, but uh, so maybe maybe we'll give Robbie, i.e. Anderson, the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, I, I understand what Bucky's saying. He's he's so smart about um, you know the intricacies of uh, playing the game and and scouting the game. Um, but I also you know I, I hearken back to what uh, I think it was. Um, uh, a commander's uh, related quote um, with uh, Taylor Heineke said about him and Carson Wentz, which is they asked him, Hey, do you think you could compete with Carson Wentz? And he's like, dude, look at what he's making and look at what I'm making. No. Now it's not quite that pronounced obviously with Darnold and Baker, uh, you know, in similar situations, but the, the Panthers went out and got Baker for a reason. It's not insurance in case Sam Darnold doesn't beat him out. They've seen Sam Darnold. They've seen Cam Newton coming back. Uh, they've seen Teddy Bridgewater. They think they need to get better, and, and they are absolutely intending for Baker to be that guy. And, and in fairness to Baker, um, you know, last year he probably wasn't right. He did have the shoulder injury. He yeah. gutted it out. He he tried to help the team, and now it's being used against him. The year before, he had a pretty good year. So he's been uneven, even when healthy, and it's going to 
you know, it's it's not any sure thing, especially as you alluded to with your conversation with Bucky. New playbook, got to do it in a compressed time. But I, I do think he's got a chance here to to seize this and get it rolling a little bit. Yeah, I you know one of the my takeaways was um, you know he's not going to have Cleveland's offensive line, but. Um, he does get another offensive coach. And if you look at some of the defensive head coaches, Belichick struggled with Brady at the end. Pete Carroll struggled with Russ. Zimmer struggled with Cousins. Flores struggled with Tua. It's not the worst landing spot. It's a pretty wonky division, Mike. Brady retires in a year. Baker, an argument can be made in a year, will be the best quarterback talent in the division. I mean, is that crazy? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I might argue Jameis on talent. Um, you know, Jameis has his scars too, right? He threw all the interceptions. He has had some off the field stuff. Um, he's coming off an ACL. But really, once Sean Payton got a hold of him, he's looked better. Um, and he's a an ultra talented guy. Probably, if you you know didn't know anything about um, you know their performances, and you just lined the two guys up to former number one overall picks, you'd go, I'll take the tall guy with that arm coming yeah. off the knee. But, um, you know, the thing I wonder about is Baker's edge, right? Like he's done better when he's been the aggrieved, afflicted, you know, underdog, no one believes in me. And that is clearly going to have to, uh, you know, he's going to have to recalibrate that and probably is, you know, he's, he's definitely has to have some humility now. Um, and, you know, look, we've all, we've all had moments where that's happened to us in our careers and, you know, you have to, you have to deal with it. It doesn't work out the way you thought it would somewhere. And, um, you know, you have to kind of process that uh, within yourself, but he kind of thought when he got to Cleveland, I'm taking over, this is my thing. Um, and it was going on a good trajectory for a while, uneven, but two years ago when they were in the, the, playoff game in Kansas City it was like whoa they just beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs and now they're they're fighting tooth and nail with the Chiefs uh we're here to stay um in Baker's eyes I'm sure he's thinking I tried to be a team guy and took you know sucked it up and played hurt and now you turn your back on me but it's really hard for me uh to shed too many tears for Baker knowing how he behaved early on in his career. And I know you and I were two of the only people even daring to say these things back then, but you know, as someone who's pretty close to Hugh Jackson, I, I thought it was ridiculously disrespectful the way he acted in the wake of Hugh Jackson's firing and then hiring by the Bengals and then showing him up on the sidelines and just going out of his way to try to, um, you know, torture a guy who had just had his career implode in a really uh, disadvantageous situation in Cleveland. And we could relitigate that. And there are a lot of reasons who didn't do well there. Some of them are because of who some of them uh, were institutional. But I, uh, as I said at the time, you know, there was there was talk that same year that say John Harbaugh could get fired during the season, and I said, imagine if John Harbaugh had gotten fired, had landed with a division rival, was standing on the sidelines, and Lamar Jackson was just blatantly uh, taunting him and disrespecting him during the game, after the game. I think that would have played a little differently uh, in society for obvious reasons. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, Baker's got a maturity issue. Um, I know when he was coming out, I. 
met somebody, knew somebody who interviewed his dad, and he said, "Oh boy, there's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of there's a lot of ego and pride." And so I think Baker's been exactly, you know, I do a segment called Colin Right, Colin Wrong. I, I think <laughs> one of my rights was Baker Mayfield, who I always said, this ego, this snark, it's not going to play at the professional level. It just doesn't. Didn't Jay Cutler's more talented. It didn't play. It wore people out. Jeff George, yeah. more talented. Snide and snark, wore people out. It's a whole different ballgame. This baseball season turned K's into cash, big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay, right now, new customers step up to the plate, no sweat first bet, up to a thousand bucks. Here it is. Sign up, place your first bet. FanDuel will give you, listen to this, up to a thousand bucks back in free bets if you don't win. You get paid fast, it's safe and secure. Great promotions every day. No better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Always use the promo code Colin to get the deal. Get you started. It's called No Sweat First Bet, up to $1,000. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, and Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342-ARIZONA, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Connecticut, 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, Jersey, and Virginia, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-HOP P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Redline 1-800-889-9789 Tennessee. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I thought about this. Why do they trade Baker now? Does Cleveland have a hunch or a feeling about Deshaun Watson? And is the feeling, you know, he may not be suspended as long as we thought three weeks ago. And that let's clean the Baker stuff up 
because Deshaun's going to play very early. Am I reaching there? I, you know, I don't know. They could, but I also think if you're Cleveland, you made that trade for more than 2022. Clearly, you made that trade thinking we just got a guy for a decade or more. We're willing, you know, players on the in the locker room don't want to hear this, but we're willing to sacrifice 2022 if it means right. having Deshaun Watson, you know, good to go after that. Um, I also believe it had gotten so toxic with Baker that they you know, this whole notion that, well, we might not have Deshaun. Let's make up with Baker. And like, dude, that wasn't happening. Baker's not the type, first of all, that you, partly because of his edge and partly because he's smart, you, you're not going to go to Baker and be like, buddy, we love you, man. Um, but, and I think they, they probably like Jacoby Brissett enough that they're thinking, look, if we have to play eight games with Jacoby Brissett, if we have to play 17, if we have to play six, we're just going to do it. I think it's it's bigger than that. And really, the Deshaun Watson um, it, hijacking of an offseason, think of the ripple effects. So the Browns ended up breaking up with Baker because of their successful pursuit of Deshaun. And really, had they not succeeded, it probably would have happened anyway. It was that bad. The Falcons had a guy who was super loyal to them through thick and thin go Matt Ryan. Just go, you know what, man? You guys were trying to replace me. I don't really want to be here anymore. Yeah, I'm open to going to Indy. Cool. So that possibly impacts the Colts in a very good way. Um, you know, the Falcons are now, well, Marcus Mariota's our guy, or maybe this young fella here, we, you know, and that's, you know, I, I know that's easy for us to laugh at, but Arthur Smith, a very promising young coach, his career is uh, on the line a little bit, or at least this first stop as a head coach. Um, the Saints went after him. Well, Jameis is coming off the ACL, and Jameis, you know, has some damage in his past. So I think they're able to be like, yo, Jameis, we just thought we could get Deshaun, but we still really like you. We like you more than Taysom. Right. So there's that. So um, they kind of survived it. But the Panthers also went hard after Deshaun. Then they were kind of like, Sam. Buddy, Sammy, Sammy, Sam, Sam the man. Oh, wait, we'll just take the Browns leftovers now that they won the pursuit. So really, Deshaun Watson has had a major impact on the 2022 season, even if he doesn't play. I'll throw another angle at you that they acquired Baker to play. They've seen Darnold, as you noted, and they're going to move Sam Darnold now. Your take on that? I mean, I think Sam Darnold's trade value is not what they would love it to be. Um, I think if you're Matt Rule, you got to look at it. You know, I, if I'm Matt Rule, I'm thinking, look, I got to win this year. So that means if Baker doesn't work out or if he's hurt, who's my guy? Is it PJ Walker? I, I don't even know if he's still on the roster. You know, um, do I call Cam Newton, get him off the couch? I think your best bet if you're Matt Rule at survival, if Baker isn't available is still Sam Darnold. Yeah. Um, is, is Sam Darnold the kind of personality who you can coexist with? Who's going to take these, you know, twice now you've, you've, you know, tried to replace them this time successfully. Is he going to be a toxic presence? Is he not going to be able to function? No, I think Sam Darnold probably will go with the flow and, and deal with it like he did last year. Um, so you could probably have him on the roster. Your owner is going to pay the, the money. So if I'm Matt rule, I'm not looking to move him. Now, 
if I could move him for a different backup that I thought was promising, um, you know, I would look at that. Um, or and or if you get a uh, you know Bridgewater Bradford situation, and I hate to keep, especially in, in this context with Carolina, but I hate to keep invoking Teddy's you know horrible injury here. But Teddy Bridgewater suffers a ruinous injury right before the start of a season and the Eagles are preparing to roll with Sam Bradford and have Carson Wentz wait. And all of a sudden the Vikings are like, we need a quarterback help. Here's a first round pick. And Howie Roseman's like, sure, you could have Sam Bradford Bradford for that one. We'll just play Carson Wentz. So that is certainly not a situation that is normal, but it's plausible. So you could just hold them and hope that something like that happens. And by the way, if you're the 49ers with Jimmy at this point, you may be looking at that too, because your options now, if no one's going to come get Jimmy and Carolina's off the market, uh, your options are hope that someone changes their mind, like the Texans or the, uh, you know, maybe, maybe the Browns, if, you know, Deshaun's suspended for a whole year or, you can try to get Jimmy to take less when he has no reason to um, and keep him as a hedge, which I think Kyle would probably rather do if I'm Kyle. That, you know, With a team built to win now, as much as I got to be all in for Trey Lance, that's probably what I'd want if I were Kyle. Um, I don't know if that works. Or um, you cut him and um, you know maybe he goes to Seattle. I don't know if you care if you're the Niners at this point. I don't think it's like, oh no, we're so scared to give him to our division rival, which seems to be tanking the season. But um, you know, I don't know that they're in a great situation in terms of moving Jimmy now either. And, and what I was told by someone uh, very familiar with the Panthers thinking as this went along is there was a lot of positive sentiment for Jimmy Garoppolo in that building and that it was a pretty, you know, legitimate conversation as to Jimmy or Baker, but the arm surgery that Jimmy had after the season scared them away. Yeah. And, you know, again, a coach coaching for his job and Matt rule, they were like, are we going all in for a guy who's coming off surgery to his throwing shoulder? And we haven't seen throw. I, I don't think we can do it. Well, you, you're always connected to the Niners. You know, my takeaway, I think you and I probably disagree on this is, my takeaway is you can't own the room as a quarterback if another guy is in the room who everybody likes. And Garoppolo right. is really a dude's dude. He's a guy's guy. And to me, you got to find out if Trey Lance can play. And you can't ask him to own a room when the world's best-looking, coolest dude's two cubicles away. I think the Niners have to just move off of Garoppolo and get a I- six-round pick. I completely hear you, but this is the counterpoint, and this is the conundrum. So you've got a team that is built to win now. This right. is the window. George Kittle, you don't know how long he's going to do this. You, you know, you've got guys signed uh, for this moment, and you were good enough to win now. If Jaquiski Tart, you know, catches the interception, you might have won it last year. You almost won it two years earlier. Um, yes, you are all in on Trey Lance, whether or not that was the person when you traded those three first rounders that you were envisioning could have been Mac Jones. I, again, I won't relitigate that, but whatever it is, you did that for Trey Lance. Um, so you are all in, you are built to win. Now, let me add another weird element to this. You are constructed offensively 
to take advantage of Jimmy Garoppolo's unique gifts, incredible accuracy, willingness to hang in, the guts to deliver a ball in tight spaces, and the uncanny ability to do that accurately. So Jimmy's not perfect. We can talk about what he doesn't do great. He does those things great, uh, like elite. And you've got Debo. You've got Ayuk, who's an after-the-catch guy. You've got Yushik on the backside. You've got Kittle. All these guys can get the ball in tight spaces and go. Um, so that's what Jimmy does great. And so if you've seen Trey Lance practice now for a whole year, yeah, um, I believe this is what you think if you're Kyle and the Niners coaches. In fact, I know. <laughs> you think he is really smart. We love that. He is athletically awesome. He has a great arm. We're not sure that he can take that great arm and throw that ball in those tight spaces yeah. really accurately. Yep. And if and so that's the only reason I think deep in his heart, Kyle may want it to hedge because your team is to build now. I don't think he's going to because of what you said, which is very logical. And I don't think even if he wants to, he'll be able to because I think Jimmy will force the issue as nice a guy as he is. And I think all of that's right. But if you're a Niner fan, it's a little scary because you were, you know, you were sitting there nicely at SoFi Stadium watching your team with a 10-point lead in the NFC Championship game against a rival and thinking, we're going to win the Super Bowl with Jimmy. This is amazing. And now you're going, okay, so we're basically playing Russian roulette here. We are either going to be in awesome shape with this young guy eventually, and hopefully the window's still open, or we traded three ones for a guy who's not able to do what our team was constructed to have the quarterback do, and by the time we fix that, everyone's going to be gone. That's a scary feeling. Well, you and I may have the same source and may not, but I've, I've said when I saw Trey Lance play – Aesthetically, it's ugly. It's not Philip Rivers ugly, but it's not a pretty delivery. It's really rough. Secondly, what you're saying is what I'm hearing is that they, they he's not his his delivery is they're kind of rebuilding it. He gets arm fatigue. It's not an easy throw. He's had he needs days off, and they're worried about his accuracy. This, you and I are hearing the same things because you and I know. Andy Reid moved off Alex Smith, who got into the playoffs, because they were at practice. They saw Mahomes, right? Yeah. By the way, Buffalo, even though Josh Allen struggled first year, was all in because they were at practice. And, and, and I want to caution fans here. What happened with Josh Allen is a, as far as I know, such an anomaly that it is a once in forever thing that a 55% passer could be a 70% passer. Right. Like that, it, like they say you can't coach accuracy. Brian Dayball apparently can and is a head coach because of it now. But that was weird what happened with Josh Allen. Right. But for the most part, it is, you know, it's tough to get way, way more accurate. Now, the arm fatigue is a really interesting thing, and I have heard that too. And, and I just would, again, like so people don't think this is just the two of us, you know, doing Bullshit. our yeah. conspiracy theory. Yeah. Um, Let's just look at some facts. Um, you know, last year, uh, they were going to use a Trey Lance package. They were thrilled about it. Yeah. They were, that was going to be a big, big weapon for them. They started out doing it. 
and then they just stopped. So something happened to convince Kyle Shanahan, I don't gain by putting Trey Lance in situationally. Um, another thing that happened is they were three and five. And I, I went to the game that dropped them to three and five at home against the Cardinals. They looked flat. They looked done. Their playmakers weren't making plays. They looked like a dead team. And usually when you're, when you look like a dead team and you traded three first round picks for a promising rookie, the, you know, the eight, the March before we know what happens, Jimmy, you're on the bench. Trey Lance, let's see. Now they hung with Jimmy. They beat the Rams. They got well. They made the run. So maybe Kyle was a half away from doing that anyway. But the fact to me that they stopped using Trey Lance at all and they didn't put him in when the season was crossed up tells me they were seeing something uh, that was concerning. Let me add one other uh, thing to the mix. Debo Samuel got really upset, and we're still not sure why. And I'll try to find out once we start doing actual, you know, live journalism again, now that we're fighting through, you know, the uh, understandable access uh, issues caused by by the pandemic. Uh, But maybe Debo is upset because he wants to get paid now. And the reason he feels an urgency is because he knows Jimmy can get him that ball right. in a way that may, you know sets him up for lots and lots of damage. And hey, he this is this is the Stefan Diggs issue. Stefan's like, right. I got a quarterback that doesn't throw deep. Right. Josh Allen, he wanted out of Kirk Cousins. He's like, he doesn't throw the deep ball. I go deep. Yeah, and, and it could be schemed sometimes. Like like Hollywood Brown, I think was like, yo, your scheme won't let. Lamar used me the way that I want to be used. And right. I don't mean to compare Hollywood Brown to Diggs and Debo because unless I'm crazy, he's not right. that level. But uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, some there's a reason Debo felt so strongly and so urgently about it. And there may be other reasons that I hope to be able to tell you exactly what they are in due time. But in the meantime, it also makes me wonder. Well, you've got good sourcing on Baker, good sourcing on Garoppolo. And so for people listening, this feels like the first real football podcast I have done this year. It's exciting. This week's gold medal performance goes to one of my favorite quarterbacks who's now entering elite NFL territory. Brett Favre says receiver Devontae Adams will take a step back with Derek Carr as his quarterback. I say not so fast. Carr carried the dysfunctional Raiders last year to the playoffs. Not easily done. He's elevated rookies and no-namers and leads the NFL in fourth-quarter comebacks over the last seven years. Derek Carr is a top-10 NFL quarterback. Devontae will be fine. It's Aaron Rodgers you need to worry about. This week's gold medal performance sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. The stock market's been plummeting. Many economists predicting it's just the beginning, which could mean tremendous losses in your portfolio. Historically, there's been one answer to this. Gold. In the 2008 crash when the market dipped, gold went up. Yep, Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust when investing in gold and precious metals. They can advise you on whether gold is right for you. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-674-HERD. 866-674-HE. Or perhaps download their comprehensive gold guide. It's great at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. 
Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me throw a source at you. There's a lot of attention paid to Trey Lance. But so far in this that quarterback draft, we know Trevor Lawrence had a bad first coach but has real talent. Yeah. We know Mac Jones may have a low ceiling, but he's been pretty effective. The two that we think are talented but we don't know are Trey Lance and Justin Fields. Well, I Zach was, Wilson, I think, fits in there too. Yeah, Zach Wilson we've seen more of. But Zach Wilson yeah. had size issues, competition issues. Like Trey and Justin are big, strong, mobile, yeah. push the ball down the field, guys. Yeah. How about this? The current GM of the Bears did not draft Justin Fields. The current coach of the Bears had no reported fondness of Justin Fields. I have been told... They're not necessarily sold on Justin Fields. They don't know. They don't well, know. That's a that's that I would do nothing to, you know, to dispute all that. that because it's yeah. legit, right? I mean, it's legit that that could happen, right? Uh, it, they didn't pick them. Now, I presume they had the discussions with uh, ownership before they were hired. And right. I presume ownership wanted to hear, yeah. Hey, you drafted a winner. We're going to make them great. But right. we've had that before. Jay Gruden came in. It was like, I can fix RG three. Kirk <laughs> cousins is the guy. Right. So I, I would say this, I, we don't know about any of them. I mean, Trevor Lawrence had urban kicking his kicker and trading cap, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to have to give him a, a mulligan there. And, yeah. and people think he's talented. Zach Wilson is supposed to have incredible arm talent now. Yeah. They said, Oh, he's cocky. Now, by the way, only time that all the top quarterbacks were being called smart by everyone yeah. in my, usually it's like half and half, like, Apparently, all these guys are smart. So, Zach Wilson didn't look great. We're going to have to see. They got him a better roster this year, but jury's still out on the top two. Trey Lance, absolutely. We just covered that. Justin Fields, absolutely. 
Chicago, you know, Chicago's a graveyard for quarterbacks. Uh, we're going to see. And, oh, by the way, Mac Jones. Now, Mac Jones' most celebrated win of his rookie year was when he threw two passes, I think. Or two or three, three. Whatever. Yeah, whatever Bill did that game. Um, and look, I know everyone says low ceiling on Mac Jones, and I think this is part of why Kyle may have talked himself out of taking him, but the the real nerdy talent evaluators that I've talked to at high levels think that he has the ability to be elite in terms of pocket movement and awareness and able to deliver the ball, ability to deliver the ball at weird angles and tough angles under duress that that's not just good that that could be special so there are a lot of different ways a quarterback could be special it's possible that mac jones will become special and everyone will go well bill and them just saw it and nobody else did except kyle who talked himself out oh there i go again but um we we really don't know they could all be good they could all suck more more likely than not, one or two of them will be good. One or two of them won't. One or you know, someone will be in the middle. But make no mistake, the clock is ticking on all of them. And you know, some may be under more pressure than other others. I would think Trey Lance would be under the most pressure because of the stakes, because that team is that good. Um, but uh, there's a lot still that we don't know. And I think if you and I come back in November and do this, you and I will both have really strong opinions about all five. Yeah. My guess is Trevor Lawrence has the trust of the staff, as you put it, a mulligan, but he's just, he really looks the part on some throws. Mm -hmm. I would put a question mark on Trey, on Fields, on Wilson. Zach, and on Mac Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And really Trevor, and we think Trevor, we think Trevor's good, but I mean, you know, yikes. And, and, and look, you know, I, I, I don't want to rip on Trevor. He, he could end up being great, but like he kind of took a step back as all that clown show was going on. I'm thinking what Peyton Manning would have done as a rookie, even when he threw all those interceptions. If Peyton Manning had walked in his rookie year to that, I think he would have strangled Urban Meyer on television i just do i just you know so i like my quarterbacks to be alphas and peyton would be at the extreme end of that and i often cite him as what would peyton do uh you know for example uh hey josh mcdaniels just called a throwback pass to tom brady in the super bowl where if he catches it malcolm jacobs might knock him unconscious in front of hundreds of millions of people what would peyton do peyton's not running that route but anyway, it worked out. One more quarterback. We'll move off the young quarterbacks because that's essentially what this has been about. But one more quarterback topic. Yeah. I've heard the Arizona Cardinals want to sign Kyler Murray. It's more of an ownership issue that they, they've come to terms with, listen, he's gotten better every year. He's unique. We didn't love the public crap. Hey, Aaron Rodgers goes public too. Not all these guys are Dak Prescott and they're for the team and they're perfect stewards. Yeah. Some of these guys are going to go public. It's the it's the reality. NBA, same way. Some guys go public. Some guys erase their social. Some guys don't. But I was told by somebody I trust is that it's more of a Bidwell issue and it's not a front office issue. So Kyler really does like 
the team. He likes the people. He likes Cliff, but it's an owner issue. What do you hear? I mean, first of all, I, I'm often fond of spending other people's money. So let's acknowledge that Michael Bidwell is the one who actually has to withdraw the funds and he can <laughs> afford it. But, you know, it, it it's legitimate for Michael Bidwell to give it a lot of thought. It's a hard one, Colin. Um, he's very talented. There's a lot to love about him. And they're all in because, you know, right now with Cliff, the preferred quarterback and coach pairing, and they've come a long way. But I mean, if you're Michael Bidwell, I think you got to think about it because you go, well, two seasons ago, he didn't really play at the end, and we're not really sure what his actual injury was. And it was a weird way to end, and we didn't make the playoffs. And then last year, we started out so well, and then it, it looked bad at the end. And then in that playoff game, uh, it just looked atrocious. And I'm not saying that's all Kyler, but the worst thing you can do is commit lots of cap dollars to a quarterback who isn't good enough to elevate and transcend the weaknesses that come from that and isn't one of these top, 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 top guys. When you get anyone below that, it's not a great thing. You'd rather have a guy on a rookie deal and hope that he flashes in his first few years like Kyler did, right? So I, I, it's a fair debate. I think the Browns went through that with Baker, right? Who hasn't been as good as Kyler, but has been good at times. And I think the Browns went into last season thinking we, we need this year to know because we really don't know. And then unfortunately for Baker, he got hurt and tried to play through it. And we know what happened. Um, I think if you're the Cardinals, you would love another year to decide, but because Kyler forced the issue earlier, um, you know, you're not sure what's going to happen if you take your sweet time. And I think that's what's going on. If I were Michael Bidwell, I would honestly try to do the same thing. I'd try to to hedge on that decision as long as I could. Yeah, I think owners always want to hedge, but I just think. Well, no, uh, Clark Hunt didn't want to hedge. Clark Hunt was like, I'll sign him to a 500-year deal. And he's right, by the way. Yeah. That was the right move. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, this is good. This is a lot of meaty stuff. A um, lot of quarterback stuff. We touched on Baker. You and I are hearing the same thing on Garoppolo. Uh, touched on Darnold in Carolina. Touched on Kyler. Touched on Justin Fields and all the Trey Lance. Trey Lance. There's a lot of stuff. All right. Mike Silver yeah. is a new member of the volume. Great seeing you. Go to work. Get that journalism pen out. Chase, pursue doggedly. It's great seeing you. I appreciate it, Colin. volume make sure to check out the draymond green show i brought draymond green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports unique perspective understands behind the rope also chops up with guests like gary payton zach levine tracy mcgrady make sure download the draymond green show wherever you get your podcasts only on the volume podcast network it's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.